Second Chance Movies, the podcast where we rewatch movies and decide if they deserve a second chance. I'm Joe Harper, your host who loves rewatching movies and doesn't mind inaccurate science in fiction. I'm Jessica Quaz, your host who's a one and done kind of movie viewer who thinks amusement parks are the worst. And today we're giving a second chance to Jurassic Park 3. Wow, <laughs> Jurassic Park 3, what a wild ride. So we chose Jurassic Park 3 because it's summer, let's do some blockbusters, and what one of the biggest franchises uh, we've had in our lifetime is Jurassic Park. And the one that gets, you know, the, like, the middle child, the, you know, the stepsister that no one likes, I don't know, man, it just, no one likes Jurassic Park 3, or it just gets the most, like, Negative attitude, negative reviews. People just, you know, don't aren't receptive to it. I guess I liked it. I liked it growing up. Um, I yeah, I would have to agree that out of all the Jurassic Park movies, this one is the the hated child, if you will, the black sheep. Um, black sheep is yeah, it's the, the black sheep. The, of the black bunch. sheep of the franchise for sure. Um, so yeah, I hadn't seen it in a very long time. Uh, so it just kind of made sense to throw this in the mix and, and see how it holds up. For those of you who do not remember, um, let me give you a little summary of Jurassic Park 3. That way we we'll kind of refresh our minds. Oh, and, and you know what, guys? Spoilers alert. Oh. We're going to be talking about Jurassic Park 3 and probably a lot of other Jurassic Park movies, maybe. I don't know how much of other ones, but they might come up. So spoilers beware for the Jurassic Park series. That's true, yep. We're going to talk. So, our summary according to IMDb. A decidedly odd couple with ulterior motives convinced Dr. Grant to go to Isla Sorna for a holiday. But their unexpected landing startles the island's new inhabitants. I, I like the first part of this description. The second part is not quite, not quite what is happening in this movie. So, right off the bat, my biggest issue with the summary is the complete lack of dinosaurs. <laughs> <laughs> That's... Uh, I hope, I think maybe they're just making the assumption, we use the phrase Isla Sorna, so <laughs> they should know it was part of Jurassic Park. Oh, I mean, it's just strange because the movie is, yes, called Jurassic Park 3, you should know what's going on by the title, but like, let's say you didn't, and you were just reading that summary... It, like the first half that happens and then the second half like uh, how how would you pitch this to someone who didn't know what this was about um you know jurassic park we're I gonna sure do okay we're kind of gonna go back there again sort of okay um but like all of the characters you know and love are not coming back except for 
one. Okay, which and, one? Um, Alan. <laughs> I love him. He's my favorite. So I'm Great. forgiven. Okay, good. You're gonna like it. I think maybe. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> well, if I'm just describing this as like someone who knows the Jurassic Park series, I would say it's the one with the Spinosaurus. There you go. Or it's the one um, where dinosaur talks. The dinosaurs? Oh, yeah. I, uh, <laughs> what? Oh, yeah. They, they talk to each other. Yeah. And, uh, and uh, it, it also talks to Alan, which is the best part true. of the That's true. They movie. do have a little brief combo. <laughs> um, I feel like the best description... I feel like the way to summarize this movie is Alan gets tricked into going back to Jurassic Park by... Uh, two parents looking for their kid. Yep, there you go. That's that's what you need to know. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, so that's a somewhat of a spoil of a twist, but who cares? Yeah, he's, he's going there anyway. Yeah. Actually, let's talk about our first time watching it. What was your first time watching Jurassic Park three? Um, it was like way back in the day. Uh -huh. Um, I think I've only seen it like once or twice. Um, definitely haven't seen as, as much as I've seen the first two. Um, a lot of it I had completely forgotten about. There were a couple things I did remember, but for the most part, this kind of did feel like a, like a first viewing because it, it had been just so long. Okay. Um, it was like a first viewing, but with some like, oh yeah, that, I remember that kind of vibe to it. There was a lot of details I did not remember. Um, and as a kid, like, there were just things I didn't care about, because it was, like, dinos, you know. Um, so, yeah, overall, my first viewing was a long time ago, and it was not memorable. I have seen this Jurassic Park 3 probably as many times as I've seen Jurassic Park 1. Okay. Um, I, Jurassic Park 1, our first one, is in my top five favorite movies of all time. I love it. Perfect movie. I find no fault with it. This one, not my favorite, but I think it's a lot of fun. Uh, I think it's very underrated. Um, I've, I've seen it a handful of times, so I know it pretty well. But I will tell you about my first time. First time I watched this, uh, we were I was on a family trip with the whole family. And because Jurassic Park was my favorite, I was like, I need to see Jurassic Park 3 as soon as I can, and we're on a family vacation, and they're like, well, we got nothing to do today, so you can go w watch this movie. Mm, we don't want to watch this, so we're going to go watch a different movie. I was like, wait, no one's going to come here and watch Jurassic Park with me? And they're like, no, uh, your sister wants to watch Legally Blonde, so I guess we'll try that one out. And I was like, not even you, Dad? And he's like, nah, I'm going to go with them. <laughs> what? I don't even have you for this? <laughs> they all watched Legally Blonde, had the time of their life. Me, I was. This was the first time I think I got to like see a movie in the theaters by myself. I was just sitting there. I might have been one of the only people too, because we saw it <laughs> in like a very small town. And so I was just like, "Oh my god, I love Jurassic Park." I think this is shorter, and so I was left out early. And I was like, "Man, there they they came out." I had to wait for them. They came out laughing. They're having the time of their life. The entire rest of the trip, they were just quoting Legally Blonde, and I was left out of that loop, and uh, fuck Jurassic Park 3. I was so mad. Because I was, oh man. Uh, in hindsight, Legally Blonde is way better. Oh yeah. Just, it's so good. It's so but, good. 
Not to say that Jurassic Park 3 isn't good. It's just no Legally Blonde. There's no comparison. Uh, Legally Blonde is iconic and holds up. We don't even, like, we just know. It's beautiful. It's way more entertaining. This is... Well, before we find out if this holds up, let's hear what people said about it when it came out. Let's get into some reviews. Let's start off with the positive ones. Those are always nice. All right, while you're doing whatever it is you have to do, I'm going to start off with one. So Debbie Lynn Elias of Behind the Lens wrote, Although shorter than its predecessors in both length and budget, the audience is not shortchanged. Joe Johnston does a respectable job as director, keeping the pace brisk and the action moving. I want to say how apt that review is. It's, it's a very pleasant review. Spot on. So I am going to point out right now, all the other Jurassic Park movies are roughly two hours and like eight minutes, give or take a minute. That's Jurassic Park, Jurassic Park Lost World, and the two Jurassic World movies we have so far. All roughly around two hours. This one is like an hour and a half. It's quick. It goes yeah. by Yeah, I was and so again, stoked at that runtime. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the runtime, oh, beautiful, quick. Let's do this. And I didn't find, I don't think there's a dull moment in this movie. Yeah, I agree. I don't think there was any downtime. It was just like, all right, we're doing this movie. This is it. You know, I yeah. respect that a whole lot. And Joe Johnston. I just want to get into Joe Johnston because I don't know when we're going to pull up his name again. But... He also has directed Captain America, the first Avenger. He was the director of that. Um, Directed October Sky, another masterpiece. Um, He was like the second, like, or the second AD on uh, the first Jurassic Park movie. He was one of the assistant directors. Um, He was lined up to direct The Lost World, and Spielberg was like, you know what? Actually, I do want to direct this, but if there's another one, you got it, buddy. And he got his chance to shine. That's really cool. I like yeah. that. That's a nice little story. And I like that it was someone, like, you know, in the family. Someone who was on the sets and really into the production of the first two. And hey, essentially, cool. like, second in charge while it was going on. So yeah, that's, that's a good person to lead the franchise to. Someone who's already been working on it. Yeah, exactly. That's really cool. I did not know that. So, Emily Blunt. I'm guessing not that Emily Blunt. What um, if it was? What if it was? Can and, you just do it in a British accent just I so I can pretend it's cannot. I cannot. Mm. I cannot. And I will not. I'm sorry. Okay. okay. <laughs> if oh. I could, I would, but I can't, so I won't. Um, Emily Blunt from Blunt Review wrote, Same old song and dance, but that's a good thing. I mean, I can't get over the fact that you didn't read that in a British accent, <laughs> but... It's it's not the same old song and dance. It's very different plot and tone of the other two. So Yeah, I guess the same old song and dance would be like there's dinosaurs also in this. Yeah, but like so is We're Back, but that has a different tone. <laughs> All right. The the staff the Sky staff of Sky Cinema said Terra finally good. I have to be very specific because it's spelled P-T-E-R-A dash finally. 
Oh. Terrifyingly. Oh. But Terry. <laughs> because there's pterodactyls. Right, right, right. It's or a good... pterodons? Yeah. Pterodons? I don't... Yeah, they're pterodons. Sure. <laughs> they're not technically pterodactyls. But, yeah. Uh, whatever. Oh, I'm not a dinosaur nerd, so I don't really care. No, I, they all don't even try to talk to me about <laughs> paleontology. It's not going to stick. <laughs> so our girl, Nell Menno, came uh-huh. in with some thoughts. From which source did she do it from? So back in 2001, she was with Movie Mom. So that's where yeah, this yeah. comes from. <laughs> Movie Mom. Oh, this is also Movie Mom? This is Movie Mom. I wonder if it's the same one I have, because I have a Nell Minow from Common Sense Media. Oh, my so God. I, I want to know if it's the same quote or two different quotes, or if she used the same one for two different places. Oh, my God. What a legend Nell is. This is why we love her and her work. Nell Minow with Movie Mom wrote, It is not art, but it is fun. Nell Minow, Common Sense Media. For kids who can handle nonstop action, it's good, scary fun. How is Nell doing so much? She's doing so much. I love her. I love her work. She's always giving 110%. Every publication she's writing for. How is she able to do it for multiple publications? (laughs) I have a couple different opinions, and this is my opinion for them, and them, and them, and them. Elvis Mitchell from the New York Times wrote... All it wants to do is scare a smile onto your face, and it often succeeds. I disagree. I don't find any of this movie scary. No. No, 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 no. I don't feel like anyone is in danger. No. In the second half of the movie. Um, We'll get into that. We can get into that. The danger level feels pretty tame for a movie about dinosaurs, like... I'm not as scared or stressed as I am watching, like, the first one. You know, it's like, okay, we're just playing around with dinos. So this is sort of a uh, backhanded compliment. Oh, what a good transition into our negative ones. So, okay, this is a positive. Okay, I'm sorry. still. You know, what I've come to learn from doing this podcast is that Roger Ebert, one of, like, the greatest, most uh, famous film critics... In the last few decades. He was a petty bitch. Like, he really was <laughs> petty. Like, he was petty. So, he said... I also hear way more negative reviews from him than anything. Yeah, he's, like, critical, but in a did, way that's, like... Did that's, you like movies? Yeah, you sassy. But here he rates it positively. But Roger Ebert had to say, Not as awe-inspiring as the first film... Or as elaborate as the second, but in its own B-movie way, it's a nice little thrill machine. I mean, I know we just made fun of him, but that was a, that was on point. Yes, it's pretty <laughs> That right. was on point. It's not wrong, it's not wrong. <laughs> but I just like the, uh, like, mm, it's not as good as this, and it's not as well thought out as this, but like, I guess in your own cutesy sort of way, it kind of works. Like, ooh, sassy boy. It's like, Roger Ebert was always so sassy and petty. Ugh. All right, I got a negative review for you. All right. We're switching tones. We're going, what people didn't like. Tim Robbie of Daily Telegraph UK. Jurassic Park 3 amplifies Hollywood's standard practice of stomping a brilliant concept beyond recognition. 
I see you did a little British accent there with that one. Someone too. has to. Some <laughs> no. of us, one of us has to bring it. <laughs> no, we don't. But I appreciate the attempt. <laughs> okay. Um. All right. Peter Bradshaw with The Guardian wrote, This great dinosaur of a movie is shambling towards well-mented extinction. Oh, don't say that. Oh, oh my God. There were so many negative reviews that referenced extinction and they loved themselves for it like they thought of like the most original take on this it. is this is not the extinction movie that you think it is guys david sterrett of christian science monitor if velociraptors are so smart why didn't they chomp up the camera before the cinematic clone got loose and sullied their good name <laughs> well dinosaurs aren't real Ooh. <laughs> they were but they're not now uh, wow but yeah that'd be funny seeing the dinosaurs attack the cameraman <laughs> <laughs> renegotiate my contract <laughs> <laughs> all right let's talk about our second chance with it yes ha- your your metaphorical second chance in my Probably a hundredth chance. <laughs> I've watched this movie too much. Too much for what it is. And I still like it. So here's my thing. Um, I'm about to drop a opinion. Um, so this was the first... On this, on this podcast? On this podcast. I know. It's crazy. I thought we agreed no opinions ever. <laughs> oh, damn. Okay, that's going to oh, be really no, tricky. Oh, no, it was the opposite. Always say all your opinions. Cool. Go for it. I can do that, because I do yeah. that anyway. Um, okay. So, this was the first time I've seen Jurassic Park 3 since uh, the Jurassic Worlds uh, that okay. we had recently. I think this may be my first time watching it since we've seen Jurassic It's been a minute for me, yeah. Okay. So it's been, yeah, I mean, for me, it's it was, like, well before it. But, like, yeah, this was the first time I watched the third one um, since we got the Chris Pratt movies. Four and five. Four and five. And I have to say, watching it now, after watching the two... Well, I actually only saw the one world because I hated it so much I didn't want to see the second. Um, I think this is more enjoyable... Than the Jurassic World movies. Um, I don't know. I don't think I agree. Ugh. I half agree with you there. Okay. I think they're equally enjoyable. <laughs> all they, right. all, they both have their merits. Because the third one gets shat on so much that I was expecting to for it to just be so, like, awful and terrible that it was just, like... It was an insufferable experience. Okay. But for me, while watching it, I was like, I would rather watch this than The Fallen World or whatever the fuck they're called. How would you rank these movies in top Mm. to bottom of your Jurassic movies? I I think literally in order. I think it would be one and then two and then three. They just get progressively worse And then fourth. But for me, yeah, there's something like that gets progressively worse. Again, I haven't seen five, but four to me was just so like not my jam. Like I just, it sort of it like was trying to do something different, but then also regurgitated a lot of plot lines. So it was like, I don't care. Um, Um, I really like, I mean, one of course is the best. mm Mm-hmm. Uh, I would say, I would probably put Worlds next, 
even though you fucking hate it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I would put Jurassic Park 3, then I would put Lost or Fallen Kingdom. Lost World is my... I just don't care. That's surprising. Ian, you don't like the Ian sequel. Ma- Ian Malcolm's different. I mean, I like them all. And they all have, like... I feel like it's it's another thing that they all have their own separate moments in the movie. Like, when I think of Jurassic Park 3, the movie we're supposed to be talking about, <laughs> I think of the Spinosaurus just, like, attacking in the in the cell phone. And I think of the uh, dino birds. I'm just going to call them dino sure. birds because I know they're pterodons. But dino birds. Mm-hmm. The cage scene is the best w- scene in this movie. Yeah. Yeah, there are and, some, like, really crazy moments with these dinos that are just, like, really captivating to me. What did you like about Jurassic Park 3? So one thing I really liked is this weird... And I'm not being ironic. I genuinely wanted more of this. I want more talking dinos. I want more dinos who are talking to Alan. I just do. Interesting. <laughs> I just do. That's that's a part of the list I thought was stupid. It's so I hate stupid, it. but I love it. I, so if it was the dinosaurs actually having English, like, hey, what are you doing? Like, <laughs> But like, we build a whole thing as a comedy. I'm on board with that movie. What are you doing out here? Oh my God, they can really talk now. Yeah, we learned it from you. We learned it from you, boss. And then he like kicks Alan. Like, what are you doing? Give me your money. Why do you need money? Don't ask any questions. Why do you have a gun? You have claws. I just feel like there's a whole other movie. There's something unexplored there, you know, with like these dinos talking to Alan and Alan. A way to communicate. I, I guess I hate the fact that like, so, for those of you who do not remember, um, <laughs> right at the beginning of the movie, they 3D print. This is before 3D printers are becoming a thing now, but they 3D print like a vocal cord of the, the Velociraptor, and they carry it around the entire time. Sure. And Alan is like, <laughs> and like makes the noise, and they know exactly what he's talking about. I don't know how, because he hasn't practiced with it. I don't know how he can like imitate their words so clearly and that's that rubs me the wrong way of like oh why does he know it so quickly i feel like it should have been like oh he's trying to like talk so yeah so like i like the concept of this communication uh that they've kind of evolved yeah that they've evolved that they're smarter than we realize they're talking to they're communicating but it also, like, doesn't really go anywhere. It's just, like, Alan's like, I think they're communicating. And Laura Dern's like, whoa. And then that's kind of, like, it. Like, it doesn't go anywhere. The dinosaur that is literally sitting in an airplane seat and speaks to Alan in a oh, dream. I'm so sorry I forgot about that. That is my favorite part of this <laughs> it's movie. It's cinema. It is art. It is perfection. Alan. <laughs> Keep. Keep that in there. I want more I kept, of like I kept that. saying that to the wife. She's like, what are you talking about? I was like, in the plane, the raptor goes, Alan. Alan. And I, I liked seeing. She goes, that does not happen. Yes, it does. Oh, and he's holding oh, sure up the chair behind him, just like, Alan. I love it. I love it. I want more of Alan. Like, maybe he takes a little napsy poo from time to time. And like, a dinosaur is like, hey, bud. Like, and he has this, uh, like, a little convo with them. Alan. Alan. <laughs> I want... Like, full-blown communication. So, 
Not enough humans. Not enough this humans. This is a complaint. So yep. before we talk into the humans that are in this, I just want to talk about how little humans there are. <laughs> uh, what I know, like Jurassic Park to me is like, there's a human that dies off like every couple minutes. And like dinosaur attacks are kind of like what we kind of like about this movie. Yeah. Yeah. And that, this movie does, it has like three right off the bat. Nobody else. Uh, I guess Billy, but he's alive at yeah, the end. That I don't like that either. Count. <laughs> Just let Billy die. Let him sacrifice himself. Fuck that Billy. He was a dumbass for taking those eggs. Yeah. Pterodactyls tore his shit up. <laughs> um, but like, the Kirby's hire the three mercenaries. Just three. Uh, they could have hired other people to like. I'm a research assistant. I take pictures of dinosaurs. <laughs> and just, those people can be taken off one by one in their journey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because, like, at no point do I feel like Alan is going to die, the kid is going to die, no. or either parent is going to die. No. No. Plot <laughs> armor. Sorry, you guys aren't going. No. I needed to feel, like, that suspense of, like, they could go, though. But, like... I don't feel it at No, all. there's none of that. Like, I know they're not going to. And you're... Because of there's there's less people, there's less, like, survivalism and less dinosaur attacks. Um, so, at a certain point, it kind of gets a little boring. Because, like, there's a good gap of, like, them just walking around and dinosaurs happen to be there, too. Um, yeah, it's more about the story of the humans, which... It's one thing I'd like to talk about. I do like. Oh, okay. I like this weird-ass reason to go back to Jurassic Park. I like that this kid was, like, parasailing with his, like, mom's boyfriend. Accident happens. He gets stuck on that island. And these two parents that are separated and don't like each other have to be together and, like, trick Alan to return, like, under the pretenses of, oh, we're rich millionaires and we just want you to, like, point out some dinosaurs and it turns out all they really want is just to find their son and i find that really compelling and i like that i it's such a weird i weird reason to bring anyone like there's no reason for any of us to go to jurassic park because there's dinosaurs to eat people stay the fuck off that island it's so easy to stay off the island all you do is not drive a boat or a plane to there um but they go and i like that and then they're trying to find the kid so, I like that, too, that the journey is, like, a family looking for their son. Like, the two parents are looking for their son, um, and it seems like there's not a lot of hope that he survived, but the parents are going to try anyway, of course. Um, give us an uncle. Give us, like, yeah, give a us neighbor. Yeah, give us family member. That way, family they friend. can get eaten, mm-hmm. and then we feel bad, like, oh, no, that was his brother. His brother died for this. Oh, no. Yeah. But, nope. Yeah. Um, one thing I don't care for is their weird... Uh, manipulation game of that they want him to like do a flyover tour for our anniversary and we'll pay you tons right. of money. It's like, first of all, that just like seems very unnecessary that we're like playing this ruse. Um, because it's like, I don't care, I'm not here for you, I'm here for the dinos. Um, and also, I think I would have liked Alan better as our hero if he did not want to go back but felt for these parents and this kid um enough to be like yeah instead of being tricked yeah instead of being tricked and just doing it only for money it's like okay well that's so i think this movie would be much different it was written today instead of in 2001 because today he would have been like google paul kirby oh he owns a tile company (laughs) no right 
he's not who he says he is. No, and it's also, like, it's a weird reveal, too, because it's, like, hey, we're these millionaires, we'll pay you to give us a little tour while we fly over, and then within, like, two scenes after that, it's like, we were lying, we're here for our son, and it's just so, to me, it's so strange, like, the unnecessary leap we have to take of, like, oh, he's gonna shop around these millionaires, like, I, I don't, like, that's kind of a dumb reason to go back, too. I feel like he would understand, like, I want to help you find your kid. Yeah. Like, I, get it. I mean, he never liked kids in the first one, but I guess he learns to like kids at the end. So I think he would maybe feel for them. Yeah, I just feel like, like, I don't like kids either. <laughs> but if someone... I know you don't. If someone came up to me and was like, will you help me look for my missing kid? I'd be like, yeah, sure, I got you, yeah. <laughs> but I just feel like it would have, again, made him a better protagonist. I would have enjoyed his journey more if he was in it Uh, to help out on the topic of alan you know progressing from the first movie what i like is they bring ellie into this movie and she's not a romantic interest for alan at all i love that they were not like a couple they were just like buddies from the first one who endured something tragic they didn't need to hook up they didn't become a couple during it in fact, she's married, has a kid, and he's visiting, and the husband is just like, oh, hey, your buddy, cool. Hey, do you guys need some time? I'll go take care of the kid while you guys catch up. I love this relationship, and we don't see this very often in movies. And so it was it's refreshing. It sucks that Laura Dern is like a minor character, just like outside of the action of dinosaurs. But, I mean, she's a mother. She does not need to go back to the island. I don't know what they're going to do in this sixth Jurassic Park movie with her in it. Oh, she's in know. it? The, all the, the three main ones are back. Did you not know this? No! <laughs> yeah. But we don't. I don't know in what capacity yet. Okay. From what we got in the fifth one, the fifth one, I'm just going to rant for a second. The fifth one advertised Jeff Goldblum in the movie. Mm-hmm. I like talking, giving a big old speech. And it's literally like a, towards the beginning and the very end. And all he is is just talking in this one room to, I don't think it's Congress, but it's like some sort of hearing about what should we do with these dinosaurs? And he's like, fucking let them die. Like, okay. So one thing I want to say about the people is that to to me, I don't care about any of these characters. I don't even care. Except Alan. Yeah. But at a certain point, I feel like Alan kind of takes a backseat to the characters that I don't know or care about. And that's kind of annoying. Um, So, like, William H. Macy is someone I always find charming. In this, I'm like, Homeboy is, like, annoying. I don't know what it is. I think maybe because they... He's a big nerd, like, dork. You just want to, like, give him a wedgie. Yeah. It's just not... There's something, like, not likable about this character. Um, And Tay Leone just screams so much it's so annoying it's just her character is pretty dumb she's constantly like on a megaphone like eric trying to find her kid what are you doing you're gonna get all the dinosaurs to you shut the fuck up at one point she's like screaming for the kid and william h macy's like yo like there's dinosaurs we can't scream for our kid they're gonna kill us and she's like i want to find my kid though and it's like (laughs) oh my god shut up spot on (laughs) impression (laughs) I think there could have been something interesting if we, like, actually obeyed the rules of being near dinosaurs. 
and had to find your kids. But her character just ruins that whole thing because that woman is screaming all the time and never gets eaten. What? What if we had some sort of tracking, like Alan? Maybe not Alan, because he. We get like an actual tracker, like one of the mercenaries that, extra mercenaries that I brought along on the trip is a tracker, and so he's like, oh, these are Eric's, kind of what his footprints would be. Let's go that way. Yeah, that makes more sense because truly, it's like. This couple and Alan and then, like, mercenaries that are just kind of tagging along. And no one is, like, in charge. I guess Alan kind of is. Oh, Alan is definitely in charge. But the couple doesn't like to listen to him. So it's like... But he's in charge in a way of, like, we have to listen to him or he's just going to abandon us. Because he's like, I'm heading this way, so good luck finding your kid. (laughs) And then even the mercenaries like, "Uh, if we split up, I'm going with you guys. Because... Holy shit, these, this couple is dumb. I think there is a way to make this couple likable for me to care yeah. that they have a happy ending. Because at the end of it, when, like we said, it's very predictable that they're going to survive. I'm not like, good for them. How do you feel, uh, feel about Billy? I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> he brings nothing to the table. He takes nothing away. He's just, he's there. <laughs> I think he was, he's roughly, like, my age. So, like, when I was watching it the first time, I was like, yeah, that's me. Like, I could do that. I could live in Jurassic World. <laughs> and so, uh, it, I, I think we it would have been more fun if we had seen more of that kid on his own rather than a reveal of he saves Alan and then, oh, you're Billy. I just know because you're the only kid on this island and we came here to look for you. Yeah. Duh. <laughs> How'd you know it was me? Uh, why do you think I'm on this island, you idiot? <laughs> Fuck you. Bye. And then he leaves. How do you feel about the dinosaurs in this movie? Well, they're fine. Okay. <laughs> um. Do you think we... So, I, I don't think we have enough different types of dinosaurs. Yeah. Because, like, in all the other movies, I feel like we get a couple scenes with... At least, I'm just gonna probably judge this more based off the first two we got. Mm-hmm. And the first one, we get raptors, we get T-Rex, Dilophosaurus that spits, we get the Gallimimus, and we get the Brachiosaurus. At least five big ones with big memorable scenes. Uh, the And the Triceratops, they're breathing on it. You know, it's breathing. So we get, like, at least six, like, big dinosaurs, big moments with each one. Whereas, like, in the second one, I don't know as well, but at least there's Stegosaurus and the one with its, like, giant, like, hammer for a tail um poppies are the big one. Oh man those are nasty little suckers they like eat the little girl at the beginning mm-hmm. uh raptors again more t-rex uh we just get a lot more dinosaurs Whereas this one we get raptors we get the pterodons and we get the spinosaurus we get a very brief of like any other dinosaur we see it's like less than 30 seconds yeah, it makes me, yeah. I'm, like, bummed about it. It's, like, a very small um, category of different dinosaurs. It's, it's very small. And then the ones we do get, like, we don't see them enough to feel anything about them. Like, ooh, those are cool. Or, like, ooh, You get little no. poppies for a second that just run by. Mm-hmm. And Billy, or, not Billy, uh, Eric's like, oh, no, poppies, hide. And that's, they go by. You get, there's one dinosaur that pops up in the... Uh, Fallen Kingdom, he kind of has like a smaller T-Rex with like a horn on his nose. Um, he's just like smelling the poop. 
that they're like near when they're digging through the poop to find the cell phone. That poop is made of oatmeal. Oh, super gross. Um, and then you get the T Rex for like one minute tops. T Rex is eating something. They runs into him. Oh man, I think it's a pretty epic moment seeing T Rex versus Spinosaurus. Mm-hmm. I love that Spinosaurus breaks its fucking neck in seconds. Yeah, that was pretty wild to watch. Because I think, from what I remember, like, when it was built, like, one of the things was like, these two are going to fight. And they do, and it's quick. And you're like, oh, shit, we're not having any tricks (laughs) in this movie. It's just going to be the Spinosaurus. I think, just like, for me, for a movie about dinosaurs attacking, it's very underwhelming in that regard. Um, yeah, I think we could have stepped up that way more, um, because there seems to be just sort of like this, this ease almost to this, this challenging situation where the couple's just like, where's our kid? Oh, there's a dino. Like there doesn't seem to be tension of like, we have to be careful. We need to know like what is going on at all times. Cause we could die and our child could die. The stakes just aren't really felt but yet there's dinosaurs everywhere they're going, you know? So it's like, there's just some sort of, like, something missing with, like, how intense this situation could be. And I think I it's mean, a lack a lot of dinos. Of goofy, there's also a lot of goofy jokes in this. Like, <laughs> the cell phone is the big one. Yeah. The, the cell phone has the iconic ring. And then the kid is, oh my god! That's my mom and dad's phone. I know I know my dad's phone. Yay. And they go and they run. And I don't know how at that moment the parents also hear it. And they run and like, oh, hey, it's our kid. But like through a fence and they're like, I heard your phone. He's like, well, I don't have my phone. I gave it to the guy that got eaten. Oh, shit. And I love that the reveal is the Spinosaurus is just staring at them with the phone. And he's like, I'm going to eat one of you. And just... Takes. I'm like, first of all, holy shit. I guess predators do, from what I've read, predators would be really quiet and still until they could figure, like, this is the attack time. Mm -hmm. They take off. Now, I have an issue in this movie because I think there's no fucking way they're going to outrun this thing. Because, like, he takes two steps and he's caught up. But every, every chance, they outrun this guy so much. They do. The wife was like, well... That does seem stupid. Let me figure this out. From what she could gather, it does seem like the T-Rex, or just like a big dinosaur like that, tops out at roughly 20, 25 miles an hour. 30 tops, maybe? I think it's it's like 20 to 25 miles an hour. It's not very quick. Um, whereas a human, we can run faster. We could probably run up to like 30 miles, some of us, I guess. But we could run faster. The only issue it we could outrun it we just have to be quicker and dodge and stuff Mm -hmm. the only issue is their legs are way stronger than ours Mm. we would give up Mm -hmm. way faster than they would Mm -hmm. because they've also only taken a few steps like they're so big they cover the distance pretty easily i think with it being a big animal they move slower too Mm -hmm. that's another thing uh they're not as fast as like i like they would be if they were like a velociraptor size right I guess it makes sense, but I'm not here for that, you know? I'm here to see people running from dinos. I think we need to praise 
the pterodon cages scene. That is so cool. The reveal that they're in the bird cage mm. is epic and something I didn't think about at all when going into a Jurassic Park movie. Oh yeah, of course they haven't even used those animals before. Mm-hmm. Like, why have they not? It's because like they would, uh, duh, they would just fly around, and I like that they were in this cage on this island, trapped, and like they gotta like cross across these rickety bridges, and there's fog everywhere, so you can't really see if you can make it to the other side or if they're swooping down. It's it's by far the best scene in this movie. So I do want to talk about the ending. Okay. Um, I think the ending... You know, we've run out of time. I, we can't talk about the ending. <laughs> Wrap it up. So... What do you think about the ending? The ending is so fucking awful, in my opinion. Because yeah. the resolution is that Alan gets on the phone. And he's like, hey girl, can you help us? I don't mind that. So they use the satellite phone that has been throughout us the entire time, which is good. I like that. He calls the one person he knows that will help him out in any situation, his BFF, Ellie. I like that Ellie like comes to the rescue, but the rescue at the end does feel like a Deus Ex Machina, and I hate that. It does. I hate those. Yes, it really does. First of all, Alan, who's our protagonist, doesn't get to get us to a a safe ending it's he makes a phone call and ellie does it for us which is a little like all right like i guess if you had a you know 2001 we have phones now we can like help ourselves out that way but it's just to me that is such an easy way out and and then they go to the beach and they're all like we're here you know like pulling up with tanks i'm like this is so stupid so stupid and just the fact that it came all from like a phone call and then she probably made some calls i don't know how she made calls that got the army there within hours of this happening. within 12 hours i don't get it i don't get it Um, either i do say what i do like about the ending is them flying away in the plane like the first movie Mm -hmm. and instead of seeing the birds flap he sees the pterodactyls flapping and flying away and i'm just like that's cool that part was cool hopefully Hopefully when we get a Jurassic Park 4, it's dinosaurs have inhabited the Earth. Too bad that's not what we got for 4 or 5, but it does seem like we're getting that for 6. Maybe. <laughs> well, do you think people should give this movie a second chance? I'm going to say that I think they should give this movie a second chance before they give uh, some of the other Jurassic park movies a second chance slash jurassic world i don't think it deserves to be as like hated and and negative as it is um i didn't mind it it's not the best movie i've ever seen nor is it like the most entertaining but there were some things about it i did enjoy so i say sure why not i also say yes and i just want to read i didn't say yes (laughs) said sure why not i say give this a second it's not as terrible it's not the best jurassic park but i don't think it's the worst jurassic park um yeah it's fine (laughs) it was fine fine. it's fun yeah uh i i think it's the type of movie that like when you're starting to like allow your kids to like watch it like a scary movie or like because it's not that scary you're like pg-13 i don't know if you should watch this yet you're like 
okay. This is the type of movie, like, yeah, give him a chance with this one, because it's not awful, it's not gross. Yeah. There's no, like, sex or violence, you know, like, why not? Yeah. I think that's a good way to put it. Let, you know, your kid dip their toes into more intense movies with it. If you like Jurassic Park, I don't know why you wouldn't like this. If you like dinosaurs, I don't know why you wouldn't like this. If you like Taylor Leone, please tell me why. I don't get it. Well, let us know what you think of Jurassic Park 3, the Jurassic franchise altogether. Uh, Do you think Chris Pratt's the worst Chris 2? Or what do you feel about that? Let us know. Please rate, review, comment, join our conversation. Uh, You can find links to our social media, Twitter and Instagram. We can continue the conversation on there. Uh, All of that will be in our show notes. A big thank you to Beatty McBeatface, as always, for our dope theme song. And yeah, guys, we'll be back next week with another Second Chance movie. Dotson. Dotson. We got Dotson here. Nobody cares. That was from the first one. Second chance.